1: Oh, I love that. I get goosebumps. Chicago Bulls introductions back there in the 1990s. Why? Because the NBA championship today was won by the Denver Nuggets. Interested in the NBA, but not as interested as I once was. Has there ever been a more golden era than the Michael Jordan era? And I guess because Michael Jordan took a game that was probably a little bit still North American and made it global. No different than what Tiger Woods did with golf and Arguably what Wayne Gretzky did with the sport of ice hockey. I'm not sure there's a better pre-game introduction than that of the Chicago Bulls. But congratulations to the Denver Nuggets winning the NBA Championship earlier this afternoon, downing the Miami Heat 94-89 at Ball Arena in Denver. Taking Game 5 of the NBA Finals, two-time MVP Nikola Jokic led the way for the Nuggets with a game-high 28 points and 16 rebounds. We're going to put the focus a little bit on this between now and 7.30 before we bring you Chiefs Mana with former All Black Ian Jones. No Super South, clearly the Highlanders knocked out of the Super Rugby Championship last week. Uh, if you do want to have your say, we'll open the phones too between now and 7.30 on 800 1508 uh, Just on that, basketball. Um, many people out there gone and seen some NBA finals live. I-, I was lucky enough to do a postgraduate diploma in Toronto, Canada in 1998, 99 And saw the likes of, well, actually saw Sean Marks play his first official seconds in the NBA. 37 seconds, I think, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I was lucky enough to see Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, all part of that Toronto team. But putting that to one aside, uh, what is the greatest era, the greatest championship team? You know, where do the Lakers fit? Where do the great Boston team sit? LeBron James and the three different teams that he's won championships with, or is it four different teams that he's won a championship with? If you want to have your say, 800 150 is the number. Now, first up, we will hear from Denver Nuggets coach, Mike Malone, um, because I tell you what, at the start of the season, I don't think anybody picked these two teams to meet each other in the NBA finals. People were talking Milwaukee. uh, There was discussion around Memphis. Clearly, a lot of discussion around Phoenix, uh, equally to around Boston, maybe some wishful thinking from Lakers fans, but I'm not sure anybody necessarily believed that the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat would play in the NBA Finals. So, what does it mean for the city of Denver? What does it mean for the state of Colorado? Here is their manager, their coach, Mike Malone.
2: Why do you think this is just the beginning for this special group, not the end of a journey, but like you said up on the stage, the beginning of something? You know, um Pat Riley uh, said something many years ago. I used to have it up on my board when I was a head coach in Sacramento, and I talked about the evolution uh, in this game and how you go from a nobody to an upstart. and You go an upstart to a winner and a winner to a contender and a contender to a champion. and The last step is after are a champion is to be a dynasty. So we're not satisfied. We accomplished something that's franchise has never done before but we have a lot of young talented players in that locker room and i think we just showed through 16 playoff wins um, what we're capable of on the biggest stage in the world and the best part about it is the people i just did that with i mean i love those guys i love my coaches uh stan and josh cronkity are incredible owners their support their continued belief calvin booth first year as a gm um and i just have to say on a personal note A huge thank you to my mother and father. You know, I just spoke to them, let them know how much they're a part of this. Their love and support all along has meant the world to me. Uh, My beautiful wife, Jocelyn, my two daughters, Caitlin and Bridget. uh, I'm a really blessed person, and uh, I'm really enjoying this moment. uh, So don't screw it up by asking a stupid question. (laughs) All right, I I
0: won't. Standing on the front right. Uh Uh-oh. He will. (laughs) Two things. Um, first half, three-point shot just would not go down. <laughs> so talk about the fight and the feistiness of this team tonight. And second, go back to your parents. I know you text your dad all the time. What does it mean for a coach's son to, to I don't know, do your dad mm. proud by winning this championship?
2: Well, to, to your point, uh, the first question, foul trouble. Aaron, Nicola, uh, Jeff, I thought DeAndre played a few minutes, but he went out there and did his job. So you couple the foul trouble with we couldn't make a free throw or a three-point shot, and we're down seven at halftime. And that was my message at the break, kids, was that, you know what? We haven't played well. We've had foul trouble. We can't make a shot. We're only down by seven points. And what I was most proud about was that throughout the game, if your offense is not working and your shots are not falling, you have to dig in on the defensive end. And I thought our defense tonight was great the one area that was troublesome was their offensive rebounding we were defending we just weren't finishing it off with a rebound um in those last couple of minutes you know the clock seemed like it was just moving really slow and as you realize what you're about to accomplish you know it's almost surreal and what it means for me you know um, growing up the son of a coach he was a CYL coach at precious blood parish in queens he was a high school coach at pound memorial academy in new york city uh, college coach, NBA coach, and I just told my mother and father, they were not able to be here, but they're with me. You know, uh, They're in my heart. Uh, I love them. And they have sacrificed for me, my three sisters, my two brothers, uh, and they've paid it forward. And um, I can't thank them enough, and I love them very, very much. Coach, Brandon Cristal, KOA here in Denver. I think I asked you last year at the end of the year, the Avs were going on their run and the Rams had just won. Is there any added pressure? And And you kind of downplayed that, but now... With them getting that Stanley Cup last year, and, and obviously the Rams, how good does it feel to to know that yours is right up there alongside them? You know, in the in the Cronkies Trophy case. Well, I was just joking with Josh. You know, as the uh, champagne is being sprayed all over the place. I said, Josh, I'm a rookie at this. I really don't know what I'm doing. But you're used to this. You've won, you know, Stanley Cup, Super Bowls. Um, you know, but you know, our ownership group has been phenomenal uh, throughout this entire process. Eight years is a long time, and. Uh, Very thankful, as I said many times, in allowing us to get to this point, you know, and and win a championship. And, um, you know, Stan and Josh are great owners. They allow us to do our job. And um, I'm just thankful that we were able to add to that, you know. And I never felt any pressure. There was never any pressure, you know. It was just – and I know they love all their teams. But I will tell you this, Stan Kroenke grew up a basketball fan. You know, he loves his Rams. He loves every other team he has. So I'm not this delicate situation. But he's a basketball fan. He grew up a basketball and Josh played Division One basketball. So I think this one is um, really special for them. And I have to really make sure I, I shout out our fans. Like, it's, you know, that atmosphere tonight was incredible. And I remember, you know, year one, eight years ago, and how, how far we've come and what we've built. And the fans are a huge part of that. And what really touched me was... Somebody showed me the video of Game 4 when we were in Miami, and to see eighteen, nineteen thousand 19,000 people in this building going crazy. Um, they're a part of this. Our fans are a part of this. So uh, a huge shout-out to Nuggets Nation for showing up, representing, and uh, a lot of love for them.
1: Yeah, class act, isn't he? Mike Malone, I love those stories about the family in the background, what it means to his parents, the sacrifices his parents make, and you know, his dad, obviously, a very, very good coach, and you sort of inherit that and maybe take it to the next level, but you realise you couldn't have done it without your family in the background, and I think that's probably true of all of us. You know, I think we do a lot of things, don't we? We're motivated by trying to maybe impress or trying to make our parents proud. Uh, So plenty of emotion in that post-match interview. Now, Nikola Jokic, MVP. Another remarkable season for him. Posted 10 total triple-doubles to pass Wilt Chamberlain for most all time in a single playoff run. He also finished the postseason as the first ever player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds and assists in a single postseason. And he is also the first MVP in the centre position to win the award since Shaquille O'Neal won it for the Lakers back in 2002. Let's hear from the big man.
0: I think it's simple. It's all of them. You know, I'm happy for DJ... I'm happy for Jeff, I'm happy for Ish. Literally for everybody. Uh, Mikey, he had three surgeries and still uh, came here and helped help us win the championship. Well, what's Jam- I'm, I'm, I'm burping, sorry. Uh, Jamal, who who had a surgery and didn't play well at the beginning of the season, like I told you guys that he's not going to build, but we all know what he's capable of. of. So. It's every KCP, you know, he brought us the championship mentality, Bruce, uh, Christian Brown. I don't want to say like little every player, every player on, on this team. Melissa on the front.
2: Melissa Roland, Fox Sports. Uh, Nicola, 41st pick in the draft. It's been an incredible journey for you to get to this moment. How would you describe the
0: emotions of this all? It's good. I mean, it's good. Uh, we did a job. We did a job. uh job. Uh, I think we played the best basketball uh in I'm in, I'm gonna in in a in the postseason, but I think we were there uh playing the best but playing the best basketball. You know, today we didn't make shots but still we, we defend and uh I think it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a great journey, like you said, uh, for the first uh, speak, but to be honest, that doesn't matter. When you're here, you're a player, and uh, they have a couple guys that uh, not even drafted, and they're still playing and contributing to, to them to win, so. Ohm, over here, I left. Yes, I finish. Good job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kola, um, Ohm Young, like ESPN. You've often talked about how you don't care about MVPs, you care about a championship. What is this championship? Mean for you compared to the MVP and Finals MVP, and when you look at the future, what is this capable of propelling you guys? Because I think you have the starting five locked down for maybe the next couple of years. I
0: didn't know that. That's great. Uh, but to be honest, I don't think about the next year. I'm going to ask the coach to, to give me a couple weeks, a couple of weeks more off, uh, so I can I can be ready for the season. Uh, that's supposed to be a joke, and you didn't laugh. <laughs> Good job, guys. Um, yes, but you know, we have, we have, we have a, uh, we have a. Uh, but it's not the starting unit, guys. For real, it's it's the whole team. Yeah. Like I said, since the, day the one in San Diego, it was something different about this team. Uh, I felt it. Uh, I felt it. Something, some different, different energy. And every day since 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 the day, it was. I had the same feeling. So, uh, I'm not really optimistic, guy, but. Uh, that that gave me a hope that we can do something. Uh, we can do something.
1: Third row on your right, hi Nikola Wigorowski and Turkish Television. Congratulations on winning the championship. Thank you. Um, European basketball, so much success in the NBA. Uh, you're one of the best players to come out of Europe. Can you talk about what Europe's impact is in the NBA right now? Yes, yes,
0: we have a we have a we have a we have an impact on teams, but I, of course Americans are, are the majority of, of, of the league and they' supposed to be because they are you know the America USA Amer- won I don't know how many gold medals in a row and then uh, Spain won it last year, so, but but I think there is some European players and there will be some European uh, players um, contributing to win and uh, and, and uh, giving that edge to the good teams to win to win championship
1: absolute class isn't it and um, you know M- michael malone who we heard earlier as coach uh, describes nikola Jokic as a great person says he's a great husband father and son and brother and on the basketball court he has proven time and time again that he's the best player in the nba he's our mvp we love him and we're thankful he's wearing a nuggets uniform interesting he was drafted into the nba back in 2014 in the second round 41st pick overall 2 meters 11 wingspan of 2 meters 21 And by all accounts, just an absolute class act, not a dickhead. And you just wonder whether a player like Ja Morant for the Memphis Grizzlies could learn a thing or two from this guy because often what you do off the court or off the field reflects what you do do on the court or on the field. So congratulations to him. Absolute quality and great for European basketball, great for players playing in Europe because, of course, the scouts, there'll be more eyes as there already is on Europe in terms of a farm system in terms of identifying talent. We'll take a break, when we come back we'll hear from Eric Spolstra the coach of the Miami Heat and he won the championship as an assistant coach back in 2006, he's led the Miami Heat to two previous NBA championships This is a team that uh, a lot of people can relate to if you've ever felt
3: that you were dismissed or felt that you were made to feel less than a lot of people in our locker room that probably have had that and there's probably a lot of people out there you know that have felt that at some time or another um, but also the way this team handled setbacks and adversity um, you know to develop a collective grit and perseverance. I mentioned this before that hopefully these are lessons that will transcend this beautiful game that hopefully these are lessons that we can pass along to our children that even though it is sport, that you can learn, you know, lessons of life from from this game, and um, that you can persevere, um, you can handle uh, what people may view as many failures along the way, um, and become stronger from it, uh, and to be able to overcome things and find beautiful things on the other side of that. Uh, now, obviously, we didn't get the the final win. Um, but sometimes, uh, you know, that's that's true in sport and also in life uh, that you don't always get what you want. Um, but there's no regrets from our side. We, Everybody, staff, uh, player alike in the locker room put themselves out there and put themselves into the team, whatever was best for the team. Uh, and the tough pill to swallow is it just wasn't good enough. We ran it up against a team um, that was just better than us in this series. Um, and uh, and you, have to, you have to tip your hat to them. They, that, that, I said it, but they're one hell of a basketball team. Uh, they play the right way, they compete, they're well coached, um, and they have a strong culture. Um, so for this season, they, uh, they deserve this.
0: We'll take two more questions, left side. Thank you. Nick Friedelli, ESPN. To follow up on what you touched on, what was the message that you just imparted to the group? A little bit of, of that, you know, sometimes it's just not
3: your time. You know, some of the message uh, that I gave the team is is an intimate message just for the group. Uh, but what I can tell you, uh, we're all hardwired to, to compete for the ultimate prize. Um, But you also want to develop lifelong memories uh, and a brotherhood uh, and, um, you know, a bond that you'll be able to carry on from years from now, that we've been able to go through something that's memorable. Um, You know, I told each one of the guys I love them. I, I love this team. Uh, and i'm just super grateful that we we're able to go through all of the experiences, even the the tough times during the year to be able to have a season like this. This is one uh for the journal books right <laughs> you know that were i don't know uh, about all the guys uh you know journaling, but this is certainly you know one that i'll journal and and uh and remember this team you know forever and uh the years from now I'll bump into some of these guys and we'll have this bond uh even though we didn't get that final prize
0: last question second row left side
3: were you were you close to playing tyler today or was it a matter of just him being available kind of in this moment and it's just a really tough call and i'll probably have to wrestle with that all all summer you know um i've never been in in an experience like this i just know that the way this game was played is totally different than you can't even compare it it's another sport in the regular season but first round this is totally different the way this game was played second round totally different yeah the uh even the conference finals the physicality um and what they let play and i think they should have you know this is what what it should be about is let the players decide uh, but that's the hardest played most physical <laughs> Uh, you know competition you can have and that would be a tough thing you know for a guy that's been out for two months that hasn't had any kind of
2: ramp up but that won't save me from you know thinking about that for the next uh, few weeks.